Hey everybody, we are back today looking at Galatians chapter 5. This will be part 2 uh, for this chapter and we will look at verses 6 through 10. Now, in the final verses of our last session, Paul had been talking about how keeping the law for righteousness gives you no advantage, but rather severs you from the grace of God, and you fall away. And we talked about that some. And then in the final verse we looked at last time, he contrasted those who would continue to look to the law for righteousness with those who look to Jesus in faith. Now, let me reread that. It's a segue into the, today's session. Galatians 4, verse 5. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. So that's the difference between believers and those who follow the law for righteousness, which never works out, as Paul's been saying all through the book of Galatians. But this is the way believers approach righteousness. It's through Jesus, by faith, through the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's true. We sometimes falter and we get tripped up because Satan's, uh, there's a battle going on, right? But if we're true believers, we persevere in faith because we're so great. No, but because Jesus is in us, he's working in us. And he began a good work in us and he will complete it. So we walk in these circles of repentance. Um, hopefully they get smaller and smaller and we don't spend too much time uh, away from Christ. All right, so now Paul gives us this amazing gem, verse 6, that we can treasure. Here's what he says. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. So faith in Christ through the Holy Spirit um, not only gives us this eager anticipation of, of all God has for us, but faith works out of us in, in countless ways uh, by us loving others. All right. Contrast that with keeping the law for righteousness, which says do good works to attain it. Now cross the T's and dot the I's. Yes, the law says do works for others, but it's being motivated by our efforts to attain this self-induced righteousness. But righteousness through faith does not begin with works. It begins with God's love toward us, seen in His mercy, grace through Jesus his son and, and him giving us eyes to see his beauty so we believe with faith um, we know the truth and the truth sets us free then the Holy Spirit quickens us with the ability to love others with this unconditional unsurpassing love of, of Christ which is in us and that leads to good works that actually glorify God instead of giving us a sense of self-righteousness and bringing uh, glory to ourselves. So it begins with God's love uh, and it works towards His love seen working 
out of us. All right. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, of course, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So uh, we've looked at it before, but the, uh, the Apostle Paul keeps going over this and driving it home for the Galatians. We're not saved as a result of works or the law, but still it's for good works. And it's for God's glory. Not that we might have any reason to boast or brag. Let's continue with our passage of verse 7. Paul says to the Galatians, You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view. And the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. So the Galatians were or, or had been on track walking in the grace of God with love for one another, but as mentioned in the last session, some individual, some group, uh, here it appears it, it is an individual, was leading the Galatians back into bondage to sin under the law. Remember, Paul used sharp, cutting language to get the Galatians to try and prod them to wake up and come to his senses even saying that if they continued without repentance, they had fallen away from grace. And yet, here we see that Paul's confidence was 100% that they would see the deception and continue following Christ. Notice who Paul's confidence was placed in. Was it in the Philippians? No, it was in the Lord. And this goes along with what Paul wrote to the Philippians in uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 6, which we touched on. Here's what it says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And in the previous chapter, chapter 4, Paul referred to these misguided Galatians as sons. Um, let's see. Verse 6 and 7. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Um, oh, Galatians 4.28, same chapter. Now you brothers, like Isaac, are children of promise. So, although Paul says that if they continue to reject grace, they have fallen away. He still says he trusts God that they will see the deception of those trying to bring them back into bondage and turn back to grace, which I believe will prove they are actually of Christ. These verses seem to be in sync with a host of other passages in the Bible. Here's one from 1 John where the people who assembled with the church were not believers in the context that matters. 1 John 2, 9. They went out from us, but they were not of us. 
For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. For the Galatians, even though Paul is baffled for how to reach them, he still trusts God that they will continue in grace through faith and not of works. I do want to keep it brief today, so I think that will be it. Going forward, though, Paul seems to change the topic somewhat in the next verse. But I think we will continue to see some honing back into the tension in the text about the danger of falling from grace and the assurance uh, that Paul had that uh, in the Lord they would persevere in Christ. And uh, this honing, uh, I think, will help individuals within the church of Galatia test whether they are truly tethered to Christ or not. Father God, you're awesome, Lord. Thank you for your word again today. Thank you that you are relentless with us, your children. And when we sin, you guide us. And uh, if we struggle against you, you poke us and you prod us like Paul did. And uh, like we are to do with others, Lord, uh, that have fallen away and that we might um, bring them back to see your beauty. Um, Lord, your word teaches us that you discipline those that you love and you, you chastise every son that you receive. Thank you, Lord, for not giving up on us, for our joy and for your glory. In Jesus' name.